Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Thursday. So I say Wednesday, Thursday morning. I hope everybody had a good night's rest and you're ready to start the day running. And uh, appreciate you all tuning in to get our day started in the right direction. Let's see all we have this morning. You got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Donna Taylor, Jennifer Honeycutt. I see there's more than that watching, but that's the the names that I see, and I'm sure more will tune in as they stumble into. Uh, <laughs> their uh, living rooms after getting out of bed and uh, uh, or they may be uh, sitting on the toilet watching on their phone who knows so <laughs> don't act like y'all don't sit on the toilet look at your phone y'all liars if you do <laughs> so uh, but anyway that's why I don't like when somebody says here I'm like ah, I'll just look at your phone that's good <laughs> so I don't need to hold your phone uh, anyway a little bit of uh, uh, being gross this morning alright Karen Smith good morning all right, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance, uh, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, you see this morning I'm wearing my Captain America t-shirt, and yes, I did wear this last night when I was speaking, but I was too lazy to change my shirt this morning. So anyway, you know, it is... Um, uh, Captain America, you know, Superman's usually been my, uh, always been my favorite uh, superhero, probably still is. I've got, I collect toys, so I've got tons of Superman stuff, and but I always like Captain America. I just always liked the the idea of, uh, of becoming a super soldier, uh, fighting for freedom, fighting for our country. I've got a, in fact, I've got a, a replica of Captain America's shield uh, that I have, and different uh, figures and such. And uh, that's one thing. That just it seemed like Captain America always embodied uh, the American spirit. And uh, even uh, with the the first movie uh, that uh, Marvel did with Captain America, you know, he's just like man. You know, even though he's he's Hydra, you know, with the Nazis and him going in and fighting, it's just uh, I don't know. It always gives you a sense of pride. You know, even though that's that's a fantasy thing, but it still it, it evokes that pride in our country, uh, our love for our country that men and women are willing to. Uh, go out there without a super soldier serum uh, to uh, uh, fight for our country uh, and knowing the cost that it will bring uh, to keep us free. And in fact, I was at the VA the other day. I had to go see the doctor, and uh, the guy stops me at the gate and says, What are you here for? I said, I'm here for the super soldier program. He said, He started laughing. He said, Go on. I said, Thank you. <laughs> so, but, you know, that's just it. We, uh, we need to have um, more appreciation for our veterans and uh, for uh, uh, our active military. You know, the thing that really upsets me that is ingrained uh, in when you're in the military is not you never leave a man behind. And it, it sickens and saddens me to see how our present administration are abandoning our men and women in Afghanistan. You know, President Trump in uh, 2017, he predicted this. He said that if we withdraw too quickly, uh, out of Afghanistan he said the Taliban the terrorists all that they're going to fill that void and he said we're going to be uh, looking at, at more of attacks like 9-11 
and sure enough they're 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 scurrying in there like rats uh, where we have pulled out and uh, what does biden do he's up there making little jokes going on his vacations and worried about uh, trying to push his uh what three trillion dollar uh infrastructure plan it's nauseating man i mean really it makes us look weak we look cowardly you know we used to they said they, you know they even the news said they wouldn't monkey with trump because they knew he meant business they knew they you know they want to mess with him Biden, he's a laughing stock. You know, I thought Obama made our country a laughing stock. Them going around bowing to everybody, but uh, apparently Biden said, "Here, hold my beer," and was out to make sure that uh, he could do a worse job if if that was even possible than uh, Obama. But then again, we know that Biden is not uh, the one making the decisions. He's a puppet. Somebody else is behind the scenes pulling the strings. But uh, we need to really pray for our Americans and our military who are over in Afghanistan and what they're dealing with. And uh, right now, it does look like the uh, August 31st deadline is going to be pushed. And if it's not, there's going to be a lot of people probably more likely killed, a lot of Christians, uh, which are now you know, already being killed there. So we need to really be sending our prayers uh, for these individuals uh, there in Afghanistan. Good morning, Rusty. Good morning, Darlene Barker. All right, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. Uh, Galatians 5, 17-18, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Look at this verse. You know, you know in uh, seminary, you know, one thing that you... Uh, the uh, area of study that you look at is dichotomy or trichotomy. In other words, mind, body, and spirit is be a trichotomy. Mind and spirit be a dichotomy, and uh, and how those things work in coordination together. And uh, uh, when you look at these these types of verses, you see that war between the mind and the spirit. You know, I I hit on this a little bit yesterday in the fact that uh, the flesh wars against the spirit. It's it's the it's that constant battle between the do, the two uh, to, and we have to be able to be strong enough to fight against that but it's not our strength see it's God's strength within us to help us fight against those things and because it is a mental spiritual and emotional battle we have to constantly continually guard our hearts and minds and we have to keep a cap on our emotions or keep them in check I guess I should say it, it God created us as emotional beings all right there's there's the, even God displayed emotion emotions are not sinful emotions are not wrong now there's a lot of men out there who don't know how to express emotions and it affects marriages you know when i do marital counseling you know a lot of times uh there's men out there who don't pick up on when a woman changes her hairstyle or gets a new outfit or uh doesn't say i love you and and because a lot of men and they're thinking uh you know they've been grown up that uh, uh your men aren't to cry you know and uh of course <laughs> a lot of if you're like me i grew up saying if you don't quit crying i'm gonna give you something to cry about <laughs> you know so but uh you know some of them are grown up with that that emotions are, are guarded and they think by working hard and they're they're paying the bills that that is expressing their love but i have to tell these guys say listen you have to tell your wife i love you you have to tell your wife uh you look pretty today you need to be observant and say hey did you do something different with your hair today did you do something you know did you get a new outfit you know you need to pick up on things pick these things up because if you don't 
there's plenty of uh, bad guys out there who would love to, you know, if the wife's not getting that at home, and, and uh, again, she's going to, to work, and some guy said, oh, well, you look nice today, you look pretty, so she's getting the attention, she's ne getting is neglected at home. Likewise, there's a lot of men who uh, women don't uh, no longer appreciate or say, oh, you're good looking and strong, <laughs> you know, but there's some floozy at work saying, boy, you know, you're so handsome, oh, uh, pick up that pack of pencils, oh, you're so, look at those muscles, you know, <laughs> so, and so they're getting that kind of, but when you're going, you know, so we have to, um, so men, you know, you need to express your emotions. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But as all of us, men and women alike, emotions as a whole, we have to uh, be able to uh, have self-control in those areas of emotions. We can't allow our emotions to take control because you look at even going back as far as Cain and Abel. And Cain allowed his emotions, his hate, for Abel to overcome him and overwhelm him. And he didn't like uh, that uh, God was observing his sacrifice versus his own, uh, versus Abel. Abel's sacrifice was being observed because of the shedding of blood and Cain's uh, was not being honored. And so his resentment, his hatred grew and that's why Cain killed Abel. And so we have to be very careful to keep our emotions in check. Uh, it's very easy to allow emotions to get out of control. You know, it's, it's easy to be consumed with bitterness. It's easy to be consumed with hate. It's easy to be consumed uh, uh, with anger and, you know, all these things, sexual desires, whatever it may be. You've got to keep these things in check. Why? Because God is not a God of chaos. God is a God of control. And so we have to keep our eyes on the Lord. And that's why we have to be persistent in staying in the Word each and every day, persistent in, uh, uh, in prayer uh, on top of reading God's Word, keeping our eyes focused on Him and not be distracted by these other things. Now, I will sit up here and be a liar if I told you that, oh, yeah, I keep my emotions in check. No, that's an area I, I am weak in and I have to really work on because when I get on that road out there, I tell you, I want to pinch people's heads off. You got a lot of people moving in out of here from. Uh, I, was, I was talking to realtors, man. They, you said you, you wouldn't believe the people moving in from Massachusetts, New York, California, uh, and and uh, uh, I've uh, apparently they don't know how to drive. <laughs> so you know, it's like yesterday. I'm driving down the road, and this woman. I mean, you know, if there's a lot of traffic, I could almost make sense of why somebody would pull right out in front of you. This turkey pulls literally right out in front of me. Here I am, I blow the horn. She she pulls out. Bows up and stop. Thought she's trying to be a smart aleck. But no, she pulls out and literally goes 50 feet to make another turn into another neighborhood. And I was like, why? You know, I don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. And like I was on the motorcycle and a woman just about runs me into a ditch. And I'm just like, you know, what is going on? And, you know, so I have to work extra hard, you know, on my road rage and uh, to, to not uh, ruin my testimony. It's very difficult to do. And uh, uh, so, you know, we all have those weaknesses. We have those things. We, we have to battle costly to keep these things in check. You know, and I think sometimes, you know, we feel like, well, you know, I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do good. I'm trying to follow the Lord. And it's almost like a pressure cooker. You know, you're trying to keep all these things in. You know, if you see a pressure cooker, you got that, that heavy metal thing. And it starts... You know, when it's, you know, and in fact, my mother had one when I was a kid and it was doing that. And all of a sudden it exploded. She was making mashed potatoes and those potatoes, I mean, it shot out. I mean, it is, the ceiling was covered with potatoes. I think that's sometimes with our emotions. We try to keep them in check. We're trying to do the right thing, but eventually it's and it explodes, you know, and all of a sudden you're like going off on somebody and you're like, what's going on? What, 
where's this coming from you know but just realize you got to give to the lord it's not you trying to contain that which what we're we're trying to do is it's not holding it in it's pushing it out and giving it to god we're giving that those burdens to god and allowing him to take it look at pilgrim's progress remember he's been over with a pack of heavy burden and he goes to the cross and god alleviates that burden and that's what we have to do so we're in that battle between flesh and mind and spirit that we have to give it to god and allow god's strength to fill us but if you're trying to uh, contain these things on your own see that's why a lot of people are antidepressants you know they're on the uh uh, some Balta effects or things like that, and I, I don't think less of anybody that who are on those things. You know, they're there for a reason. However, I think some people are more dependent upon the medication than on God. And I think a lot of times people are subscribed these things that could, you know, if they would turn that all over to God, they wouldn't be so dependent on it. But if you're on it, that's fine. You know, that's you know, but be you know, we might need to evaluate: is this something I really need to be on? Now, with that said, and I may always make sure I may say this because. There are those out there with chemical imbalances, like such as schizophrenia, and then a lot of times when they get to feeling better, they think, oh, I don't need my medication. No, 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 no. You stay on that. You have to have that. I talked to a guy uh, here a few years back. He was schizophrenic. He came up to me after church and said, man, I want you to know I'm feeling good. I don't need my medication. I said, I'm telling you, do not do that. I said, right now you're feeling good because of the medication. If you stop that, you're going to, I'm telling you, you're going to have very severe adverse effects. Do not do that. He did, and that was the last time I saw him. So, you know, so not all medication is bad, but my point is, what are your dependence on? Where is your escape? What are your, how are you dealing with these things? Either you're giving it outwardly to God, or you're trying to contain these things within, and I'm telling you, eventually it's not going to work. But one thing I want to look at here, just real quick. All right, so he's reading uh, 16 and 17, but let's, let's read past that just a little bit. I'm going to read it again. Uh, in Galatians 5, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But, see, here's a great thing. But, this is why it's important. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So it's important to understand this. God's Word, you know, doesn't have to fight. We will have to battle these very list of things. Every one of us will have to battle these things in our lives. But the great thing is God is encouraging us and telling us to focus. Instead of focusing on that bitterness, that rage, the sexual immorality, the se whatever it is, instead of focusing on that, guess what? He said, hey, focus on the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, keeping those emotions intact, self-control. Because if we have the Spirit, we're led by the Spirit, we've got to give it all to God. And that's a wonderful thing uh, that uh, we are not, we are in the world, we're not of the world. And we are sojourners, we are foreigners passing through, we are strangers in a strange land. So don't be caught up with the things that are in this world. And even though that mind and spirit war against each other, realize that God on your side is far stronger. And uh, He will help you overcome uh, what it is you're dealing with. Life 
stinks. All right? it, it, uh, it is, it is uh, I understand more and more as the older I get why Dad hate, hates that bumper sticker that life is good uh, because you understand that life can be full of pain and sorrow and uh, madness, but God is the center in the chaos. God is the anchor in the storm. God is the Prince of Peace. And, you know, we can run to Him and we can have, instead of escaping into the things that lead us to destruction in the world, we can escape to the things of God that offers us eternal life. And so I don't know what any of y'all are dealing with, but I uh, hope that you'll give to the Lord today and allow Him to fill you and sustain you. But uh, Amy says, sometimes God will put a Goliath in your life for you to find the day within you. Hey, good. I like that. I like that, Amy. That's a good uh, good statement. I like it. I really do. That's, a, that's really good. That's uh, a wonderful thing. You know, you think about uh, Goliath standing there and cussing and cursing uh, the Israelites, intimidating them. And uh, here little David comes up and uh, with his rocks, he wasn't afraid because he knew he had God on his side. And he took him out to just one little rock. Uh, he was laughing to think he could do it. So uh, that's a good, good point. I appreciate you sharing that. All right, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us in our day-to-day -day lives and our comings and goings. And Lord, help us uh, to show the Christ-like attitude and spirit. Uh, Lord, help us to endure the trials and tribulations. Uh, Lord, help us to be a light in the world of darkness. Lord, instead of focusing on the things we shouldn't, uh, and Lord, help us to focus on the fruits of the Spirit. Let us focus on your Spirit, your love, your joy, your peace, and Lord, to give us your strength. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to pray uh, for all those watching this morning that you keep them safe and well, protect them, bring them back home safely as they're going out and coming in. I do pray as I pray every morning for Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood. And Lord, I do pray for all those uh, who are dealing and fighting, uh, battling cancer. And uh, Lord, those who are having uh, deal with the COVID issues, that you bring healing upon them as well. Lord, be with us all and help us to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you.